What is going on, guys? Good morning, good afternoon, good night, whatever time it may be. Glad you're back. Glad you're here. This is Pauline Theology's Daily Devo. I'm Paul, and we're going through the book of Judges. And so uh, what we talk about on this episode or on these episodes is trying to kind of read scripture. How can we read scripture? How can we study scripture in a daily devotional? These are short, probably about 10 minutes at the most. uh, And I want to be able to help you understand as you go through scripture yourself, so that way you can ask these questions. The three questions we ask, or four questions actually, every time is, what is it, it even saying? What's the Bible even saying? What's, what's, what are we talking about when we read these stories? Because right now we're reading a story. What took place? What happened? Then after that, we see, in light of what happened, what can we see about God? What can we um, know about his character? Uh, and then next we ask, what does it display or tell us about ourselves? And then uh, finally, in light of those two things, then how can we apply it to our lives? So uh, let's go ahead and jump into it. We're in Judges chapter 1, verse 16. It says, And the descendants of Canaan, Moses' father-in-law, went up with the people of Judah from the city of Palms to the wilderness of Judah, which lies in the Negev near Arid. And they went and settled with the people. And Judah went with Simon, his brother, and they defeated the Canaanites who inhabited Zephath and devoted it to destruction. So the name of the city was called Hormah. Judah also captured Gaza with its territory, and Ashkelon with its territory, and Ekron with its territory. And the Lord with, uh, uh, was with Judah, and he took possession of the hill country. But it could not drive out the inhabitants of the plain, because they had chariots of iron. And Hebron was given to Caleb, as Moses had said, and he drove out from it the three sons of Anak. But the people of Benjamin did not drive out the Jebusites who lived in Jerusalem. So the Jebusites have lived with the people of Benjamin in Jerusalem to this day. The house of Joseph also went up against Bethel, and the Lord was with them. And the house of Joseph scouted out Bethel. Now the name of the city was formerly Luz. And a spy saw a man coming out of the city, and they said to him, Please show us the way into the city, and we will deal kindly with you. And he showed them the way into the city, and they struck the city with the edge of the sword. But they let the man and all his family go. And the men... Or the man went to the land of Hittites and built a city and called its name Luz. That is the name of this city today. Or that is the name to this day. So what's going on? What's what's happening? Well, we've got a people that migrate. Um, the descendants of Kenite, Moses' father-in-law, they all migrated to the wilderness. Um, and Judah went with them. And when they went with them, they went actually, I guess, to hook up with Simon to defeat the, the uh, to, to wage war against the Canaanites and Zephoth. And it says they devoted to destruction. We talked about devoted to the destruction um, in the last episode. So if you want to know a little bit more about that and why they do that, then check that episode out for sure. And it says, and so the name of the city was called Horma. And that's actually, that's, that's, that's the name of the city is called devoted to the destruction harem. Um, but uh, yeah, it's kind of, kind of weird that way. And so uh, it says after that, Judah captured a bunch of places, man. They captured a whole bunch. But they couldn't capture one area. It said the Lord was with them, but they couldn't capture one area. Um, And then after that, it says that Caleb got his place that Moses had promised him or Moses had said that he would. And then the Benjamites couldn't drive out their inhabitants. They couldn't drive out the Jebusites, and so they have been living with the Jebusites to this day. It says that uh, Joseph, the Lord, was with them, and they took over a bunch of areas. But 
the way they took over it probably wasn't the best way to be doing things because uh, they uh, spied out the city, talked to a guy, and the guy was like, yeah, I'll let you in the city as long as you deal kind with me. You know, I'll show you how to get to the city, the gate, the way to sneak in and take over the place as long as you deal kindly with me. And so they did that. They honored their word. They dealt kindly with them, and they put everybody else in the city. They struck them down, but not that family. And then that family left and started another city. So what's actually going on? Well, I think uh, that, well, I just went over what's going on. I'm sorry. But what can we find out about God in this situation? Um, I think it's important to recognize, though, is that the thing that um, the the people of the, the house of Joseph did was not in accordance to what God had called them to do. They're not following um, God's will. You see, because like we talked about how they were supposed to be devoting these people to destruction, but they're letting people go free, which is not what God had called them to do. And so um, we actually get a kind of a twist here. If Think about if you were a, a, a Jewish boy reading this after you read Joshua, you know, you're like, man, they conquering, they're doing all these things. And then now you're seeing they're not conquering anymore. We got our first time here where it says even Joseph. I'm sorry, not even Joseph, but even Judah, the one who is supposed to be the leader, the the new captain, is not getting all the land that they were supposed to get. And then now um, we see even more Benjamites, they couldn't get their land. And then why is this happening? Like, What is this happening for? And I think it is because of what we saw earlier with Basic, even though God was with them, they um, weren't, though. even though God was with them, he was merciful. <laughs> so that that's the first question we usually ask is, 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 well, what's the characteristic about God in this story? Is we see that God is merciful. See, even though they weren't doing what he had asked them to do, he was still with them so they can conquer the land. Though he did um, not allow them to take full possession of that. But he was merciful, and uh, well, what do we what do we see about man ourselves in this? And I think we see that we want to do our own thing. Um, we we aren't trusting of God as much as we need to be. That's been my big thing here lately, man. I just want others to trust God. I want to trust God more. I want to rely upon Him and know that He is good. But I think that the people here aren't aren't doing that. They're not trusting God the way that they should, because if they were, they would know that the land that they had been promised was given to them, not by their own strength, their own might, their own force, but by God himself. He was going to deliver the people into their hands. But because they didn't trust in that, they devised their own schemes in order to gain access into the land so they might win this war. And because of that, the the others suffer. Um, so I think that's one thing we can see about man here is that, uh, we are untrusting of God. We need to put our trust a little bit more in him, a little bit more in him. And I skipped actually a good one, uh, about God too, is that he is faithful. So he's merciful, but he is faithful. We see, it says that Hebron was given to Caleb as Moses had said, 
It's like a God speaking through Moses had said that he was going to give this land to Caleb. And though time may have passed, all this time may have passed. I don't know how long, but I'm sure Caleb was kind of getting weary. He's like, man, where, where, where my land at and all that stuff. But God came through on his promise because he is faithful. What can we uh, uh, apply to our lives from all of this? What what can we, we know? Well, I think we can uh, trust in God. I think that's one of the biggest things that, that um, we should remember because, see, the writer here, <laughs> he gives it a backhand slap, you know, like a, 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 I think people say a backhanded compliment, but I don't know if that applies here, but it's like a sneaky way of presenting the idea of trust because what happens is, it says that Caleb got the land he was promised, so God is faithful. But then after that, it says that Joseph went and talked to a man about trying to gain the city. It's because Joseph, the tribe of Joseph, doesn't think God is faithful. You see, it shows the character of God, his faithfulness. Well, then in one second, how man doesn't believe in that faithfulness. So I think an application for us today is to first recognize that God is faithful. Look at the scriptures and see how he has uh, told himself, uh, told the truth of himself and how he does good and lives good and uh, is good and seeks good for us continually, continually. But then trust in that. Let us trust in that. Man, I hope you learned something today. And uh, let me uh, walk myself into trust even more today than I did yesterday. May you as well. I'll see you guys in the next episode.